Cinema Think Tank podcast. Okay, so welcome to the Cinema Think Tank podcast on a very unusual podcast day, I'd say. Uh, we're just off recording our uh, Kings of Joburg episode. Uh, so, yeah, we thought we had a couple of minutes to talk about something else. And it's actually, and sorry, sorry Alex, right? It's actually the D'Angelo's voodoo turns 21, 21 today, right? And voodoo is like the the magnum opus of, of Neo Soul, right? And I, I sorry so to, to digress a bit, but like, the, I used to hate the album when I was younger, right? Because I was still young and I didn't know what um, what Neo Soul was. Like, why is, you know, why did these guys make the, the record this way, right? Uh, but, damn, it's, it's actually one of my favorite albums now. Like, I play the line, which is a song from there, very, like, all the time. So, guys, go check out uh, D'Angelo's Voodoo. Brilliant stuff. But, yeah, continue. Sorry, Alex. Is it the one with a with a brown uh, album cover? Yes, yes, that that one, brilliant. Stuff. Oh, yeah, wow, but continue. Okay. Um, wait, what was I saying? But essentially, we are okay. I had a something came to my mind, right? So, uh, we had the option to either review Fargo season four, but we thought, heck, we've already talked about that, although it was it wasn't on podcast, but. Uh, I think, like, with what I've been watching lately, I have been seeing Mozart in the jungle. And and I have gone through this rabbit hole of uh, finding or just being perplexed. By Roman Coppola? As to, as to the, the roots of nepotism uh, in, in Hollywood, right? It's... I mean, I just after seeing Mozart in the jungle, I was like, who is Jason Schwartzman, right? And it's like, who is this guy? <laughs> and I find out that this guy is related to 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 the Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. Then I went through the the, <laughs> the, the, the the Francis Ford Coppola or the Coppola uh, family tree. Then I found that Nicolas, Nicolas Cage, Cage yes. Yes. isn't... Nicholas caged and I was betrayed now. I was like, <laughs> what is this now? But, what is happening? But, but you know, Alex, right? Like, you're such a novice. You don't even know Nicholas Cage is, is in that? It's, is they related? I had no idea. Such a I novice, no man. Such a novice. Totally. Innocent boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite surprised. I think... I, I, okay, one of the questions that I had was why did he decide not to go with Coppola? Because I feel like the surname, uh, I mean, could have worked in his favor itself. I mean, like, it's a very well-known surname in Hollywood itself. Uh, being Nicholas Coppola, which sounds weird, but, I mean... I, I think it makes sense. With it? I think it makes sense. It's a way to, to chat his own course, right? Just like how, uh, just like how Francis uh, Ford himself... After making the the Magnum Opus, right, the Godfather makes you know these you know these different films and stuff like that, right? And then when you look at when you listen when you look at right when you look at something like the Conversation, it yeah to me I've never been able to finish the Godfather, right? Um, maybe I'll, I'll probably die and never ever, ever having seen it, right? But it's so brilliant. The Conversation is so brilliant, right? So brilliant, and then True. you try, or I tried rather, to watch the extended cut of Apocalypse Now, and 
couldn't tell you what like what is this thing like you know so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like even Coppola himself is running away from Coppola right so it makes sense uh, for Nicholas <laughs> to run away from it but but if we're being honest right Jason Schwartzman looks a bit like Nicholas Cage if you've looked especially in the eyes it's in the eyes Alex it's in the eyes. Yeah, well, no, not necessarily. Yes, yes, yes. I, but like if you strain, I really couldn't tell. If you look at young Nicolas Cage, right, and if you strain, oh. you can see a bit of resemblance there, right? Um, where does nepotism come from, Alex? I think it comes from the fact that it comes from the makers of history, right? So if I, as 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 Cabello create, say what what's an old uh, Hollywood studio, United Arts artists let's say i create it and um i make these great movies of course there's one Bros. there's paramount and and all the other classical sort of uh hollywood um studios and then i have a son who wants to enter the business right and then there's a big family and then it's all about legacy and all those things and then it stonewalls from there true True, but I, I, I don't know. I, the way it's so prevalent. I mean, like, yeah, the way it's so prevalent, it's, it's even shameless. It's just so shameless that it is happening. Like they, I feel like the way the couplers did it, anybody, like they have that. No, I think that their um, nepotism is unprecedented. Like. Anybody who's doing any other form of nepotism shouldn't even feel bad. Because this one is... Because I looked at the family tree and I just knew everybody there. I was like, what? All these people are related. And they're so all famous. Yes, right? How did this happen? Is this idea, recency bias, I guess, right? Is this idea that if he or she springs from this particular... um, tree then that this person is actually special even though um that person maybe might not uh be as gifted or even a particular work itself might not be resonant on a universal level right i know there's a the like problems with you know with universal art and 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 stuff like that because it's very subjective this this art thing so it's that idea that okay you come from a family that made godfather that's when you make um, what the virgin suicides. That automatically is good. When you make the um, your follow up, which is what was uh, Sofia Coppola's uh, second film again? Um, France it was set in France, and then I think Kristen Dunst starred in it again. Anyway, I, I forget it. Right. Okay, yeah, I'm back. Uh, you're still talking about Lost in Translation, and it's not cast and dance, but uh, uh, our uh, no Scarlett Johansson. No, the mo- I wasn't. No, yes, it wasn't. It wasn't. It uh, uh, Lost in Translation is the third film uh, by um, oh, it's the second. Sorry, the third film. I was I was referring to the to the third. Sorry, uh, the one that Marie Antoinette. Yes. Mary, Mary Antoinette, yes, I was I was referring to that, yeah. I was referring to Mary Antoinette, you know, the bling ring and all those things. Like, by virtue, uh, you know, of being coming from that family, you make um, actually good stuff, unless you are Nicolas Cage and, um, yeah. <laughs> Nicolas. 
Wow. Um, but I okay. There's a movie called Palo Alto, right? And it's also made by one of the Coppolas, right? Uh, their name is Gia Coppola, I think. Um, yeah, uh, so I haven't been able to finish the movie itself, but I feel like as the generation goes uh, down, um, even the art, I don't know, weathers, I'd say, because I feel like that, is, that isn't the movie that uh, Francis Ford Coppola would make. Like, it isn't, it totally isn't. And it's, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna sound like a hater here, but, okay, let me, let me shut up, let me shut up, let me shut up. I was just gonna, I was gonna talk about, um, uh, the ever so famous, or your ever so favorite filmmaker, um, the guy who made Marriage Story. Okay, no, Bambak? Uh, yeah, but I, let's cut it, I'm not gonna say anything about it. Okay, you know what, it. I was, I was thinking uh, about Marriage Story and... My reception of it, so I'm gonna re rewatch it. I know that Francis Ha. I didn't like Francis Ha. It, it just it felt and looked pretentious actually. That that black and white. But I'm I'm thinking you should say what you want to say, Alex. It's it's okay. You know because Common, uh, the actor, rapper, philanthropist, has a line that says, you know what? If I don't like something, I don't like it. That doesn't mean I'm hating. You know. So. Oh yeah. What? What? Okay. 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 Uh, from the philosophy of Common. <laughs> I'd say what I wanted to say is uh, that year couple of movie it doesn't feel distinguishable from uh, the I don't know the the thousands and thousands of American um, coming of age stories such as one made by your guy yeah Noah Bambak yeah Noah Bambak I, I love I, right. I love uh, Noah Bambak of course and I do like the um yeah there's a there's a movie with um jeff daniels uh squid and a whale right brilliant seen it twice i'll probably see it again sometime um then i was speaking with a friend of mine actually um alex when i was discussing stranger things and the idea right um of uh, of the coming up of a story being told through the white lens right and that those stories are legitimate, right? Like, if you look at maybe classical Spielberg with E.T. And, 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 and all the other stuff, like, then that then becomes the the yardstick, right, for the coming-of-age story. So, like, if you're going to reference the 80s, you know, um, or the 70s or the 60s, whenever um, whenever you, you, you actually grew up, um, and then that's, like, that's the story, that's the thing that you're supposed to to happen and, and i'm looking at i'm thinking here specifically of um super eight right he um the the guy that did bad robot guy uh, i forget his name jj abrams yeah jj abrams yes jj abrams actually did uh super eight i think that was his um i don't know second film after um, machine impossible three i think yeah anyway so even there right in that movie, there is that idea, you know, of of, of certain Spielbergisms, uh, the way I want to I wanna say it, right? So when you speak about the fact that that Gia Coppola movie is not indiscreet, like you can't, you know, um, separate it from an old Bomba uh, film. Perhaps you can even put a Wes Anderson, uh, you know, film 
uh, and all the others. Uh, it's because that they've hopped on this, you know, this train where they they maybe think a Tenet Malik film changed their lives and they want to tell a story sort of like how a Terence Malik would, 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 would you know would would, uh, would tell it over and over again but with uh, minor flourishes and, 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 and stuff like that so I do understand uh, what you're saying right and for me that is very problematic that is something um, you know problematic in in Hollywood um, the the pandemic of uh, the white point of view actually I'm saying white as a shorthand for um, you know for for, for a particular supremacy in, you know, in cinema, right? Because if it comes from Hollywood, then it's good, it's legitimate. If it comes not from Hollywood, it is illegitimate. And it is, when it's good, it's, um, it is a masterstroke, right? And I'm thinking, and I'm thinking here specifically, I'm digressing, I know, but I'm thinking here specifically of the, you know, of the reception of, um, of a movie by Igma Bergman, for instance, of a movie by the the you know the, the polarizing i guess um Jean-Luc Godard, right and the reception say of the movies of um a kurosawa for instance right um and the reception now of say parasite right so like though at, at like classical hollywood back in the 60s and when the the Oscars actually began, the the forum film was almost, you know, uh, it had this similar standing, right, with the American film, and then it changed years, you know, over over, over time, and then now the the foreign film is a is a curio, right, it, when it's good and when it's loaded by these these critics these critics, it's like wow, the Asians also make movies, you know. Like there's this uh, Sudanese <laughs> movie now that's getting plundered for for being really good, right? And it's like, wow, the Sudanese also can make movies. There is African Ooh, cinema, yes. really. I I think I have I have heard about that film. Yes, and, uh, and look at if you look at also how the Atlantics, I think I want to say by Martin oh, yeah. Diop, um, or if, I may be butchering a name, but like how that reception was like, it was like, whoa, okay, so something like this can actually emanate from Africa. Africa is a place where ideas, cinematic ideas, can actually originate from. And I think that ties in with the with the with the idea of um um nepotism, right? That only us people, only our family or only our people can make movies that other people can actually uh, like actually, Alex, you know, but you looked at the tree, right? The Coppola tree, the Coppola family tree, and you were watching Mozart in the Jungle. Of course, Roman Coppola is also part of the uh, part of the production and stuff. I think he, he created the show with Jason Schwartzman and another and, and another creator. What have you gleaned from it, actually, Alex? So you went to the, into this rabbit hole and you came out of it. So what have you gleaned from the said uh, rabbit hole, and what does it Okay, so it's two questions. What did you uh, glean from that rabbit hole, and what does it mean, you know, right, for for greater cinema actually going forward? Uh, what does it mean for cinema? I'd say, uh, I don't know if it says anything much. 
besides <laughs> that? Yeah, no, that, that, that question was a, uh, it was a pretentious question actually, but continue. No, besides that, I mean, there will be nepotism, but I feel like we are at a point where anybody can make a film. So, technically, it doesn't really matter if, you know. Yes, I anyone. Mean, really, anyone can make a film. Yes, now. anyone can so, make a film, but how yeah, will but, we see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we can see it. We can see it. Get your film onto, I don't know, uh, Amazon could rent it could um yeah could rent it and that's that's okay that's okay get it get it onto itunes we we could rent it so i could shoot a film tomorrow and rent it on itunes so i mean i don't need the permission of anybody to to make a film so i'd say um we have reached an age where these things don't really matter anymore right uh, a point where um you know nepotism doesn't necessarily mean that other people aren't getting opportunities because like i feel like these opportunities are What's there are always? a lot of opportunities oh my god i don't care about uh about awards so i feel like if you know if people want to give themselves awards i don't know i i just feel like I just feel like awards take away from the arts itself. You know, the idea that people, a group of people have to, you know, sit down and judge who has the best film. And like we as the nation or the film loving nation, I'd say, we decide that, hey, we deem these people uh, legitimate or, or, yeah, we deem them the, the, the... the legitimate uh, judges of what makes a great films and their opinion matters over anybody's right if i were i myself were to make some sort of award ceremony right nobody would take me seriously because you know society hasn't um agreed that my opinion on film matters or something Uh, so technically we're just deciding that a group of people's opinion matters and which is kind of like a bit weird because like over the years it has shown just how these people have gotten a lot of things wrong around which films are good um there has been some very 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 bad films that have won the oscars obviously through lobbying because this awards are won based on uh hey who has the best pr who has the 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 best oscar campaign it's like now what is winning here isn't the art it's who has enough budget to spend on uh a campaign an awards campaign but that's how how elections are alex uh joe biden because yeah, but elections aren't art, right? We aren't elections aren't art, and and people should know who to vote for, and they should be informed on what their uh, candidate would do for them, right? It's uh, the same thing here. What their policies are, but like, what's the policy of uh, of get out, right? It's like, what does get out do for you for, for it to be? the best film on earth right it's like 
No, it's just a film that you have to watch and make an opinion on, right? You don't have to go in there thinking, hey, apparently this film, um, it's good and I should watch it and I should vote for it. No, I feel like that's where it, be- it becomes too political. It becomes too, too more about us as people than it is about the art itself. So technically, Oscars, so white. It was a, a a a response to that, a response to 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 these people just giving themselves awards because like they have created this this uh, reality where uh, the Oscars matter, and that means when you win an Oscar, you are a true artist who has made an outstanding, uh, you know, um, art piece of art i'd say uh so so it matters so now if it matters and only the white people are getting the awards or the things that matters does that mean the white people are making the best films than anybody on earth i mean i'm talking uh from asian cinema european cinema to 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 african cinema to uh latin american cinema um to um oceanic cinema is it called oceania I, I don't know what the continent is called but ocean pacific cinema i'd say uh, if there's such uh, comes from those parts um yeah but like i think this is one guy out of out of like hundreds and hundreds of great filmmakers out there right I have seen, actually, I have, last year, I have seen a very good film, a very good television film from New Zealand, right? Uh, um, not about white people, by the way, uh, about the, the native people. <laughs> I don't, Why do you have to qualify it? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying that the white New Zealand uh, cinemas do pass for the Oscars so wide. So technically, uh, our the guy for um, what's his name? He's I'm forgetting his name, but like he's a big shot in Hollywood. He's made uh, the, Peter Jackson. There are a lot of the rings. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson uh, is also part of the Oscars so wide because he's white and he's won a couple of Oscars. I, I assume. Yes. 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 Um, uh, so, well, I'm I'm not qualifying it. So I'm just putting out there that there are other nine white non-Americans who make cinema. Yeah, are making great cinema out there, but isn't getting the same recognition. Because I feel like if we abolish the idea that a film has to get some hours for it to be worthy of conversations and of, uh, you know, being hailed as a masterpiece of sorts. Uh, that isn't art, right? We are making for fo- we end up making films that are pandering to 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 our what's. That is not arts. It's like it's it's more like commercial cinema where we are making films that are pandering to the tastes of the mass audiences, right? It's like no, we're not making arts. We are making commercial cinema. Um, I mean, commercial cinema can be artistic, you know, but in most cases, having seen the latest trailer for Godzilla, 
at versus Kong. I'd say uh, not so much. Not so much. I haven't actually seen that, but I did enjoy Kong Skull Island. I thought I thought as a I thought actually as a monster movie, brilliant, right? So okay, I get you, Alex. Where you we are basically talking about the the Oscars industrial complex right <laughs> if we may tell it that right but but for me i'm 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 saying we must we must not forget that we must not forget equity right and the inequalities that actually exist within the industry of course on a philosophical realistic level the oscars are you know and the the habitats of um, you know of, of greatness right although the Parasite won, and, and, and it actually deserved uh, to win, right? Lalaland won the the best picture, uh, but then they rescinded it and, and gave it to, you know, to, to, to Moonlight, uh, right? So it, it, it is an interesting sort of, uh, you know, it is an interesting topic, right? The, the idea of art itself and, and, and the the mechanics you know so like the money in it or the fact the 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 art versus commercialization uh you know debate and stuff but what we should not um do is uh you know shy away from talking about the inequalities that actually still exist in the industry alex and what you raise the idea of nepotism is is um is quite is, is is quite interesting right so i will i will wrap up this mini conversation here Alex, and you can, yeah, tell us where the people can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Alex Kokobane. It's Alex, K-O-K-O-B-A-N-E. Okay, okay. You can find me at uh, Kabelo Mutubi on Twitter, which is K-A-B-E-L-O-M-U-T-U-B-I, right? It's it's V-H-I for the Instagram. You can also catch my letterboxed. Um, very like basically the same name right and please li- li- leave uh you know a comment leave a rating right you can leave a zero you can leave a one you know just be very objective yeah on apple Podcasts, leave us a, a review um Oh, of course. Yeah, because you I, didn't I, I, mention oh, that I was like, wait, review where on your Instagram? Oh, okay. No, sorry. <laughs> I, I thought I thought Spotify worked that way as well. Oh no, no, no. Um, no, you, you actually can leave reviews on Spotify. Okay, on Apple Podcast, Rachel's guys. Oh yeah. Uh, goodbye, goodbye. We'll uh, meet in the next episode.